1: Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyde and Colton, where we're money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. As always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And just to let everybody know, um, we are totally uh, practicing the social distancing right now. We've got uh, Troy Watt and Colton. We're all in three different cities doing this from the the amazing internet the craze that's going on of the coronavirus.
2: Coronavirus. What's that?
1: There's a lot of um, things going on about the name. As a matter of fact, I think uh, some people have decided to call it the Wuhan virus. Some people are calling it the the COVID-19 virus. You know, but it's uh basically it's a it's a pretty bad pandemic that's got us all locked
3: inside. Anytime I say COVID nineteen, I feel like I'm a uh, a scientist or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you sound like one. You
3: makes me like feel one. a little smarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, we're kind of in a in a funny era right now of the pandemic, is because it it appears that the fruits of our punishing labor is starting to appear. You know, we're seeing the curve, as they keep calling it, it's flattening. Um cities are starting to to have less cases day by day hospitals the hospitals are all prepared uh we've got supplies ships. So it seems like you know shutting down the country to get the country ready for the pandemic worked, and we're there. But now the big question is, what do we do? You know, this is what everybody seems to be arguing over. Do we open the country up? Do we turn it on like a water faucet and just let it flow, or do we drip it, or do we stay a little bit longer? Because, you know, the the sad truth is is that until there is a vaccine,
3: this this virus is going to be there. There's no way around it. Right. It's yes, not going Sonia, anywhere. What do you What do you think the solution is? Do mm-hmm. you think we need to be at home a little longer? months weeks i i
1: think we need to start slowly opening it back up the jobs that people need and things like that you know and and it depends on where you live but in travis and williamson county they have instituted uh you know face shields or face masks or uh covering your face and when you're in public uh well when you're inside a public building or where you cannot separate by six feet you need to be wearing a face mask i mean at some point there's just a risk we all take risks. We don't realize it, but we take risks every single day we get out of our house, even when we're in our house. I mean, how many people die a year just from slipping in the bathtub? Um,
3: I was about to say, death you know, is always right around the corner. So, I mean, yeah. You, but this is different. I mean, this is different than, you know, oh, I might get in a car accident today. I'm not going to go out. You know, this is – I know this virus is out there, and I know it's even more intense right now than it ever has been.
2: Well, the Texas governor is saying that he he is definitely supporting us go back out there.
3: Obviously I, yeah, I saw was, that.
2: He was retracted, you know, and said, oh, I got to listen to my professionals, you know, maybe we've got a little overboard on that. But uh, his plans are to open up as, 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 as safely and as soon as possible. You know, you run in a, a, a state or a country, eventually you have to think about the economy and, and we're, we're, we're getting to the point of no return. So, I mean, it's a tough decision to make, but, you know, we, we kind of do need to get back to work.
3: I mean, because you're, you're choosing between the economy and public health. You know, well, that, I mean,
2: the, the economy is public health in my opinion, it is. don't you think? It is. I mean, no, I it, is. you know, it, I mean, stress and suicide's going to be up. I mean, you have, and I don't mean to, to chuckle when I say that, but I mean, mental health um, mm. comes with the economy. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough yeah. decision to make. I'm glad I don't have to make it.
1: Yeah, there's a cost to a poor economy, um, health, especially, you know, there's also, you know, marriages and things like that start to fall apart um you know parents then once the company country gets going you know some parents are going to try to find two and three jobs to get caught back up so then now who takes care of the children because the parents are working you know 60 80 hours a week to catch back That's up right. there's they're a lot gonna, of i,
2: I yeah, think a lot of parents gonna, being locked up locked up with their kids right now are going to be getting some kids away
3: so <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a tough one i was about to say troy a tough you one to uh, think about selling Benji again i know you thought about it in his younger years yeah. uh, I mean, what's the what's the, what's was, the going price it's not as good as it used to be that's all i know oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dropped the demand is lower yeah, yeah,
1: yeah the, the demand for small children is way lower it's a, it's a cost it's
2: not a, it's not yeah. a credit it's, it's <laughs> yeah. okay so you have to yeah. actually pay yeah. them i get it okay
1: you know the thing is is what's going on out there again it's still to me it the rules or the the protection measures seem to be the same it is maintained distance Wash your filthy hands, don't touch your face, and if you're sick, don't go outside. I mean, those those rules haven't changed, and, uh, and that's the hardest part is that I can't, it just, every day somebody wants to, it just seems like if we just do the basics, we're just going to be fine.
3: Other than staying six feet away from everybody else, these are things people should have been practicing long before this. Wash your hands when they're dirty. Even when they're not dirty, wash your hands a little bit. Just don't be nasty, Hello. you know, just, just be clean i've i've always washed
2: my hands but i've never been so cautious to wash my hands i'm sure yeah
3: you're you actually know, counting again doing your abc's you
2: know, it, you know, <laughs> they, they say to do your abc's while you're doing it you know i mean yeah I, i'm taking it a little bit more seriously yeah i'm but I'm with you you should be washing your hands regardless especially during flu season most certainly I've,
3: I've been practicing my uh in case you know the cops ever pull me over i've been practicing with doing my, my uh, alphabet backwards Oh, <laughs> uh, have you really? <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Why? Because your hands? Because your hands smell of alcohol? <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: they do. <laughs> they, they actually, they absolutely do smell of alcohol right now. We're washing them so often. You know, uh, honestly, you know, being being a germaphobe, I've I've never been one. You know, by some people's standards, I would be dirty because you know I just just the way people are. Um, it's exhausting. To always have an idea of, did I just touch my face? Did I, I touch that doorknob? Who else could have touched it? Do I need to go wash my hands? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it is exhausting, but right now I'm doing it. And if I'm doing it, I promise you, anyone else out there can't do this because <laughs> so i have how,
3: how, how far into the rabbit hole does it go? Do you need to disinfect the disinfectant can that you're disinfecting yourself with? And,
1: uh, you know, you could, I but I will tell you, the rabbit hole
3: can go very deep here. <laughs> yeah.
1: Leaving a bathroom, oh my God! You know, so you wash your hands. so. Basically, I take the soap, I rub the 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 sink off, and then I wash my hands. So then, when I go back to the sink, it's been washed. Turn it off, wipe my hands, and the towels are in my hand all the way back to my office, so that as I touch a doorknob, I'm touching it with a towel. That's where I'm at right now, and I am not that guy.
2: So it's it's even harder than that. There's you remember the old uh, MythBusters show? On discovery yes um they, yeah. they did a study he, he had two he people had sit days. down that, that knew that he supposedly was sick and three that didn't and he had a little die on his hand and everyone got the uh, the, 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 the quote-unquote virus so
1: That's right. That's right. You know, and so everybody, you know, uh, you just be safe out there. Make sure that you're getting the right information from the right place. Be careful of, you know, news is really trying to fill a void right now. And so they're just bringing information. So make sure you get it from the source to make your own mind up. You know, that's one of the things we want you to do for yourself. You've been listening to the home team, but Troy, Wyatt and Colton, you know, uh, we've been talking about the the coronavirus and we'll be back in a few minutes to talk about real estate, how that virus has affected it. And if you have any questions reach out to me at loans from troy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME and we'll see you in just a
2: minute
0: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours
1: In Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. As always, this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know and this is our this is our segment about real estate and this is kind of why we're here. We're here to kind of put the information out there, let you know what's going on and you know especially in this particular environment, we want to make sure that everybody understands that we're moving up, but there is the final there are signs that things are going to slow down which we should expect. You know, in March in the the greater Austin area the median home price was $335,200. That's up 11% over last year. It's also up $8,000 over February. So, I mean, the value of homes still moving up. Closed sales was over 3000 and that was up 2% over last year. So, the number of sales was up last year. Days on market was down 11 days, and that means that there are a lot of... People weren't messing around. They went out, they, they jumped on the homes as quickly as possible and they, they got them through financing as quickly as possible. So they cut 11 days off. So that, that shows that in March, people were really trying to move quickly. But the thing that starts to show the future, guys, and this is important, is that new listings are down 12%. Active listings are down 26%. And the pending home sales, now these are home sales that are going through the transaction of a loan or cash or whatever, it's down 19%. So we're finally starting to see the housing as I, like when we talked about this, you know, we talked about, you know, March and April, we kind of the wheels were already rolling for those two months. It's May is where we're going to have to see how this the corona pandemic affects the Austin area. And it does look like you know we're going to have less homes to buy or sell because there's just less homes on the market, and we've got less people wanting to buy. Twenty uh, percent less. There is going to be a, a slowdown in the housing market. And here's the question that everybody keeps asking me, and this is the question I don't really have the answer to yet. And it's like, how is this going to affect the price of the homes? That's what everybody wants to know. That's why people are slowing down, you know, and they want to know is our home's going to be cheaper next month. You know, and, and I don't have that answer yet. And, you know, Wyatt, What what is your thought?
2: Well, I mean, there's a couple of theories to that, right? Um, I mean, one theory being that if no one's selling their houses, we're still at a housing shortage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. if we have a housing shortage, then cost is going to stay the same or go up. But then you also have a different frame is that if everybody who's been sitting on wanting to sell their house is going to all throw their houses on the market at the same time when we can, and the housing will go down. So it all depends on what people do once we're released to go out into the world.
3: Right. Even before this, we were in a house shortage, correct? There were too many, there Mm -hmm. are more buyers than houses available. So it's nothing new, but during this pandemic, it's increasing the difference between homes available and buyers.
1: Right. And so there's less buyers out there now, but there's also, there's less homes. So Mm -hmm. it kind of balanced itself out and it really didn't because there's there's 26% less homes but there's only 19% less buyers, so we may actually still be in just as much of a shortage in May and June as we were in April and in March uh, because of the lack right. of homes on the inventory because it, it, it is all about supply and demand. And so you know we may have 20 less people, 20% less people buying, but we got 26% less people selling so it's still a shortage you know the inventory uh for we're still at 1.6 days to, or 1.6 months i mean a month and a half we're out of houses even with this uh new pandemic so you know honestly if you're wanting to sell your house right now it's a great time
3: i mean it's in the time. middle of
1: yeah everything going on i see people they throw their house up on the market and it's selling in 2 to 3 days it's going under contract
2: and those people who are trying to move out of state or have another job and they have to move they don't really have a decision to do don't fret because if you're vacant from that house there's technology like you know we've discussed before Matterport.
1: you know realtors are doing this right now they are definitely using technology to show homes they're using 3d Uh, uh, systems to where they go in, show the house, so that bars can really get a good look at it before they actually have to walk out into the house. You know, they're doing a lot of things. The doors are open, the lights are on, so the bars can just kind of peruse in, peruse out, don't have to touch anything. Uh, So, you know, there's, you know, it's amazing how fast our industry has evolved to help for this, you know, for this pandemic. There's so many things that we're doing now that we weren't doing six weeks ago just because of this, and it's just amazing to me how fast You know, that's the American ingenuity in general that uh, is showing up in what the real estate industry is doing.
3: Yeah, I just had a a couple of friends I went to high school with. They, They bought their first house like a week ago, I want to say. And I asked them how it went, and they said it was honestly smoother now than it would have been back then because their real estate person that was taking them out and stuff wasn't busy. Like, they weren't crazy busy showing all these different houses, so they were readily available to, you know, talk and... Take them out to the properties and show them stuff like that. So they said it went really smoothly. Well,
2: everybody's doing virtual stuff. I mean, inspectors, uh, appraisers, everybody's going to what usually wasn't a nor- the norm, which is more accepted. I-, I think it might change the industry as a whole mm-hmm. moving forward because people are realizing that I don't have to meet face to face. I can get on a phone call and do voice, you know, uh, video back and forth, and I can see their expressions and meet that person. They saves yeah. both person a lot of time. You have to travel across town, so. i think it might make it cheaper and faster in the future
3: yeah because jenna we had jenna Dubon on last week and uh, that's kind of something she was talking about is that this industry is based on you know personal things you want to have a relationship with your your agent and stuff like that you know be able to see each other face to face and we're we're doing it right now we're able to see each other we're able to see each other's you know facial expressions there's a lot of non-verbal cues you don't get whenever you're just talking on the phone but whenever you're able to do face to face catch with your little goofy faces over there but uh it, it's it'll this all this allows you to essentially be in person with that person that you're doing business with
2: and add to that it's just it used to people like ah you know i'd rather see him it's more acceptable now people like you know mm-hmm. what they tried it for the first time They're like you know what it's not too bad i might do this again
3: you might miss the big hole in the wall but it, it's fun just get certain angles <laughs> the right, right? To you, just, you just move the camera <laughs> real fast past the hole
1: yeah <laughs> <Just laughs> like yeah no, wait, wait. You know what guys and on a side note we were talking about a lot of things but you have to think there's a lot going on out there as far as for what the realtors have to do to help the the buyers out you know you know Colton was talking about you know how easy it was because there was more time you know there's a lot more time available because of that and quality is going to be more important and that's you know the people that are going to progress forward are people like that that have decided to move into more of a quality of service as opposed to just doing loans or buying homes or selling homes you know what i mean
3: yeah because i mean a lot of people don't even have to be super personable to get some business you know you can be an agent and just go show a home and you know the home be super nice and the person just love it you don't even have to do anything super fancy you know like but yeah now because... that you're having to you're having to sell the buyer a little more because you're doing it over you're doing the proper technology and stuff like that. It makes you be have to become a better salesman, I feel like, and become a better talker, I would say. I don't, I don't know a better word for it, but just be more personable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, flight to quality is kind of what I call these kind of moments. In two thousand and eight when we had the the great housing recession, you know, a lot of people, you know, they just they just couldn't handle the new business and they had to work harder. They had to do a better job. And so the clients just naturally, you know, started flying the quality of work and started working with better people. And, uh, it was a great time as far as that, as far as from like people like myself and, and realtors that, uh, you know, are very experienced because w- we were doing really good business. You know, and it was hard for newer people to break in, you know, but we've gotten so busy over the last, you know, couple of years that, Newer people have jumped into our industry and they just don't know what they're doing as far as this. So this is going to be tough. This is a big learning curve for newer people. And, you know, experience in our industry is very important, just like with anything else.
3: Experience goes a long way. Uh, you're very experienced in all this. So I, I don't know if a whole lot has changed for you. I mean, how, what have you personally seen through all of this?
1: My business hasn't slowed down at all. I mean, we're, we're, we're just rolling through. So people are out there buying homes. Um, and things like that, and so it, it, nothing has changed for us. You know one thing too uh, that I feel that people need to really understand is that there's a lot of talks that are going on about forbearance and deferment. I think it's very, very, very important if you have a mortgage right now that you um, understand that when they send you these letters that you need to know exactly what they're talking about. Because if you if you think your payment's going to be moved to the back and it's really due in 90 days, you need to know this. And so that you make an informed decision, the biggest problem is that I see is that people are going to be making these decisions and they're not informed. Because right now, from my understanding, no, no mortgage servicer is offering a deferred payment. They will give you a forbearance for up to 90 or 180 days and then relook at it, but they're not deferring it. But So if you have any questions on that, guys, please understand you've been listening to the Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. And so reach out to me and give me a call at 855-299-HOME. You can reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com, and I will go over what the forbearance is as far as the difference of that and the deferment for you and help you so that you can make an informed decision. So don't just ignore this. It's very important. And uh, we'll be right back and see you in just a minute.
0: Get breaking news and headlines in your email. Email it. Become a talk insider at talk1370.com. Talk 1370, the right choice.
1: Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring money and sports together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions about anything you hear today, please reach out to me at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And this segment is brought to you by Security National Mortgage, where we turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. You know, and hey, guys, this is, this is my, my favorite part. Um, it's the money section where we try to help people understand money, uh, what it is, how to save it, what not to spend it on, and, and so again, you know, and that's ever, never more important in my opinion than this moment in our history, because last month the government stopped making money, or the United States stopped making money. People just stopped going to work. They just one day said, "You can't go to work," and so if you didn't have six months. aside if you are overspending on credit cards um if you have been keeping up with the neighbors as far as quality of vehicles and things like that you're in a tough position right now it's just that simple um you know and and we we really want to help you you know and right now honestly guys in my opinion the most important thing is the hard decisions right now um you know
2: before you get get (laughs) into those though real quick um, if they refi or do anything like that they can defer two payments, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, if we can cl- if we close your loan in the first week of the month, that month's payment uh, will be made at closing, so there's no reason to make it, and then your following uh, month you don't have your first payment. So if you close the loan in May, for example, your first payment will be July. So you would miss your May and June payment. May and that'd, June. That's me. Yeah, that helps a lot. It helps you know, it definitely helps a lot. You know, um but if you're right now if you're furloughed or you've been laid off and you're collecting unemployment um, it's going to be hard to refinance. So right. what do you right. do? You know, what do you do? And you know, first thing you do is you got to go through your automated bills. What what have you set up on a credit card that you're not even thinking about and that's coming out of your credit card. You know, gym payments, you know, food service payments, Things like that. You know, gosh, what are all the things that they could be on their auto
2: payments, guys? I don't have no, them. Don't cancel don't.
3: That, uh Gym payment because none of them are open. You know, there's no oh. point in paying money to something that you can't even go to right now.
2: Magazines, you know, bouquet of <laughs> the month. I mean, there's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> bouquet of the month.
1: You know, but there's just a lot of things, a lot of services, got. To think. But right now, if you've been on a TV, um, you know, like a satellite provider program or something like that or cable, and you've been on it for a year or so, you're probably paying their full price. Um, renegotiate that, cancel it. You know, stream your stuff. It's a whole. You know, you, you start a new one with the new special introductory price to
2: reduce your payments. You've got to start doing stuff like that. Um, there's just no. You yeah, know, utility. Take inventory. If you're not watching HBO and all those extra movie channels, then take that. You know, take that off of your cable. You know. Um, you know, you're at it's home now. You Wi-Fi. Netflix. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you don't have. To, there's lots of different ways you can cut the cable.
1: You know, yeah, and again, you know, at this point, because I just heard the data yesterday that people are streaming eight hours of television a day. <laughs> wow! I am not. So
3: I'm not one of those. I, I,
2: I don't. I am not. Don't. What, why? What?
3: <laughs> that is a full workday <laughs> of TV. <laughs> So you know
1: what you're watching and what you're not watching at this point. So if you're not watching it now, you're never gonna watch it. So get rid of it. You know, um, you know, you know. The problem with, uh, you know, and, and again, I'm not for one or another. So you pick your own. But the problem with the the bigger providers, you know, your cables and your satellite providers and things like that, they have these huge packages, and you have to get the entire package. Well, there's streaming services now that you can you can a la carte the TVs you want. So you can get only the shows that you're going to watch and only the T V programs that you're gonna watch and you can save yourself a hundred dollars a month. I mean, is that that's a that's a big number right now, right?
3: Yeah, no, it's huge. Right? I mean that can be a couple nights nice meals, a few groceries.
2: Yeah. I mean $100 I, a hundred dollars in grocery store right now. I did that I did this before it all happened, but I, I called my phone provider, you know, AT and T and um they reduced my bill by a hundred dollars a month just because <laughs> I had some stuff on there, like a, a a second tablet or something that I wasn't using it for that service anymore. A bunch of other hidden things. And yeah, I saved myself a hundred dollars a month. So you just call them and see what they can do to work on your bill as well.
3: Yeah, yeah but especially, you right now, do it. especially right now, when as you're saying, you have to do it um, right now. People are a lot more understanding than they have been in a long time when it comes to these questions you might have, you know our apartment complex we went and asked we're like you know we're not using the amenities why are we still being charged for it they took off they took 20 to 30 dollars off of our rent which is not that much but it's still something I'm not worth we're paying for the gym that we couldn't go to so they just took it off for us They sent out an email and it's not that hard of a thing for them to do it may not it may not seem like a lot but it's something
2: or defer them you know tell your gym you can't go right now you want to defer those payments until it's open
1: yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and defer, not forbear, because there's a big difference. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but yeah, and and you need to, if you're having trouble making your home payment, you need to call your mortgage payment servicer. You need to call them and you need to talk to them. More than likely, they're going to offer you a forbearance, because that's the only thing I'm hearing right now. So what a forbearance is that is posted, the only thing that I've read that's actually happening is they're going to, Forbear your payment for 90 you know, ninety days is what most of them are. I have heard one going up as far as six months. But then on the fourth or seventh month, whichever one you do, all four payments are due or all seven payments are due. And you will have to renegotiate at that point, but they all become due on that at the end of the forbearance. Every payment that was forbearance becomes due at the end of the forbearance. So you need to know that. So if you wow. can make your house payment, you need to make your house payment. You know, utilities. I mean, here's the thing. How many people are sleeping in, you know, 65 degree temperature at nighttime because they're comfortable? You know, um, things like that. You need to, it's a great, this is the best, lightest spring we've had in a long time. You need to turn that air conditioner off, open your windows. You know, there's so many ways to save money that, you know, people have just become used to not having to. And sometimes we just got to remind them, you know, sitting in your house in some shorts and a t-shirt and because it's 77 degrees instead of wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt because you like it at 68 but you save a hundred dollars a month in electricity that's important
3: yeah Yeah, i mean troy's been practicing this since i was a kid i used to come home from school right before summer it'd be 81 degrees in the house and it's 90 degrees outside and i'm just like sweating even more as i go inside but we're saving money
1: You know, it, it's important. You know, it, you got to think for every degree over 75 degrees, you're saving like 4% of your utility bill. So, wow. you know, you it's important. You know, those sort of things are important. Um, They just are. And, and there's no reason, you know, like I said, you, and it's tough because nobody wants to do it because we've become very comfortable as a society
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you you have to reach out and do it yourself, you know. Um, and and I, trust me, there's some people, they don't have a choice. You know, everything's getting cut off. But for those ones that are kind of teetering, you know, do these things. Save yourself four or $500 a month over the next, you know, four or five months. You know, that's a couple thousand dollars you've saved. Yeah. That's the difference of this month.
3: That's a lot. Because now, I, I really started, me personally, is whenever I get my paycheck or something like that, I'm putting a lot more into savings than I was able to before because I'm not having to, I'm not going out, I'm not drinking, I'm not partying. I'm not doing any of the stuff that I was doing before all of this because you can't, you know, you're essentially now paying for groceries and rent. That, that That's really it. That, that, other than that, I have no reason to spend that money. You you just rewound time for me right there, partying
2: and going out. I, I haven't done that in a while, <laughs> but I get it. That, that's your expense, but no. And not to make fun, but that's your expenses right now. and You yeah. change up yeah. stuff. And so mm-hmm. uh, the same here, right? I mean, I'm not driving around as much, obviously, because that's part of my business is driving to and from clients on a day. You know, I, I'm doing hundreds and hundreds of miles, you know, um, sometimes in a day. So, yeah, I'm saving lots of money there. Um, I might be spending more on food right now. I don't want to discuss it. to. don't want <laughs> to talk about it. You look good. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> but, I'm, but you know what, man? I mean, we're all going through this. I think the most important thing that Troy's trying to get across is that it's it's not all bad and gloom and doom. There's we all are gonna get through this and and you know, just you know, tighten up that belt buckle and and, and and you're gonna get through it. So anybody out there stressed out about it, you know, give Troy a call and and he'll 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 have suggestions for you and and, and most certainly if you want to you know, actually defer some payments and get a refi, get a hold of Troy as well.
1: Yes, yes, and most definitely, um, you know, reach out to us at loans from Troy or give me a call at eight five five two nine nine home. For sure, but you know that's another thing. Uh, I've got a an excellent book on something that will teach you to budget uh, that I have. I've got I ordered a bunch of them, so they're just sitting at the house. You know, call, reach out, uh, however you want to do it, and I will send you that book, no cost. You can just read it. The only the only thing I would expect if we do send you this book is that you would take this book and you would then give it to someone else who needs it when you're done. That's all I would ask. All you got to do is ask for it.
2: I like that.
3: And all they yeah, have to do cool is a mystery 20- book I'm reading that uh, I'll send out too. Is it absolutely
2: free, but they have a twenty dollar shipping cost or 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 uh how does that work? Nope.
1: I will <laughs> I will take care of that myself. I will mail it to you right, you know, as soon as you ask. I would just put it in the book. Right. Like I said, I bought a bunch of them. I want to help people, and this book helped That's me awesome. when um I went through some serious times. you know, it helped me a lot. It taught me all about, you know, budgeting, you know, and it breaks it down into, you know, required discretionary and savings you know and and then I started becoming more and more and then you know when I started I was literally saving two percent of my income that's all I could afford was two percent and now it's up to like 35% of my income
2: is being saved so you know but that's years of hard work but you can change it in a couple of months but just then you didn't you kind of gets the flow right
1: yeah you know and it's funny the first step the first step that you need to do is that you have to start with writing down every single time you spend money so you know you you go into the convenience store and you pull out that little notepad and you write down you know convenience store you know nine dollars and 42 cents you know every time you spend money for a month the entire right. month, you document that, and then at the end of the month, you go back and look over it, and you realize where you're wasting your money. You know, and that's the first step is you got to figure out where you're wasting your money on. And I mean, the hardest part about doing that is that you have these auto expenses, you know. So, but we've already you're already getting rid of those, so we don't have to worry about that. But everyone, you have been listening to the Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. We want to thank you, and we hope that you've learned anything. If you have any questions about anything you just heard, or you want that book, reach out to me at eight five five two nine nine home. Or loans from Troy.com, and we will be right back. Talk,
3: 1370.
1: Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton, where we bring sports and money together for your education and entertainment. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME. And let's give credit to our sponsor, Security National Mortgage. They turn houses into homes by financing the American dream. And guys, this is the fun section. This is is about local sports, you know, Um, but there's just not a lot going on. Colton, tell me what's going on in sports right now.
3: Uh, well, I mean, he's not necessarily a sports guy, but he kind of is. Matthew McConaughey, right? He's the Minister of Culture for the Texas Longhorns. Uh, he's actually offering, you know, all these celebrities are doing these fundraiser type things. And uh, he he hopped on that bandwagon and he's offering, I think it's one or $200 to enter your name in this thing. And all the proceeds are going to Feeding America, Meals on Wheels, World Central Kitchen, and No Kid Hungry. And it's, it's essentially offering you a game day experience with Matthew McConaughey. You know, you'll be able to, you'll be able to tailgate with him. You'll go to the locker rooms during the meetings and stuff with him. You'll stand on the sideline and watch the game with him. I mean, it's it's
2: like a lottery. Uh, You buy a ticket and you might get a chance to do it kind of thing. Yep.
3: Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, where can we get that at? I'm in. I mean, I think you well, go that, to that's what
2: you just Hey, you just tied it into sports. You said tell you in and all in that. Matthew
3: McConaughey. And that's the first thing that pops up is that he's doing that. I mean, he, he gives you all right. A, it includes a one night hotel stay airfare and the Texas Longhorn game day package. And they said it will be an all right, all right, all right time. <laughs> oh, I don't,
2: I don't know if I can handle oh that goodness. part of it. <laughs> well, you know, I did read also that him and his wife gave like eighty thousand um, masks as well. So I mean, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no, part.
3: And the yeah. coolest part of it is you get to go to the uh, the party at the after the game at the Moon Tower with them. Get out! Of here. <laughs> Honestly,
2: you know that might be pretty dang cool. Yeah, I like that guy.
3: Yeah, no,
1: that's you know, and there's a lot of that going on, going around. You know, I saw, um, you know, Tom Brady uh, made a big donation as far as that, and uh, then he challenged the commissioner of football to to follow suit. Uh, do you think that was because he was wanting to spread goodwill, or was he trying to get the commissioner back for Deflate Gate?
3: Oh shoot, I really don't know. He, it could go <laughs> either way. I think Tom Brady's made his money, and then you know Giselle's made her money, so they're they're uh, they're able to give that kind of stuff. And um, but no, I mean, it's, challenge the commissioner, right? I mean, he's the commissioner of the NFL. He's got money to give. Yeah, it, he definitely it, does. He's challenging he, you know, the right people to do it.
2: If you ask me, I think it's a mixture of both. It was a little jab, but also, you know, trying to pass it on. Yeah, I'm sure. He's only got two more years. We're going to start seeing some fun stuff out of him.
3: Speaking of Tom Brady, yeah. I'll see what he uh, what he tried to coin since he got over to Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, uh, no, Tom pabe what? Tompa Tompa- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would, I would even think, I would even think search for that. What, what, really, Tompa Tompa he's, trying,
3: he, he's sending. He's got uh, shirts and stuff going on. I thought it was pretty funny.
2: Uh, it's pretty funny, I guess. So he' <laughs> a little cheesy. So, can now can he do that outside of the NFL?
3: Yeah, uh, to I, he's Tom Brady. I don't know what he can do. He can probably he's do it. He's the goat.
2: Well, you know, um,
1: Kobe Bryant before he passed, he was trying to. Um, Copyrights his uh nickname for his daughter uh like uh, i can't remember the names that he had done but you know like you know lady mamba or something like that Mm -hmm. and, and things like that so that's a very common thing to do uh when you you know that's i'm sure he was just doing that for his daughter because he you know was more fun and everything else but yeah um you know other things that are going on here locally uh we've got a a pretty good high school basketball player in the area if i remember correctly colton what's going on with him
3: yeah, I know Greg Brown. He's playing over at Vandegrift. He's, uh, he's a 6'9", 200-pound power, power forward, and he's a senior in high school now, and he's supposed to make his uh, announcement this next Friday. So, And he's got 13 projections that are saying he's going to Texas. And that's the good thing about hanging on to Shaka. Whether you like him or not, Shaka Smart is able to recruit. He gets that big player every cycle. He got Will, ba- Will Baker last cycle, and he got Mo Bamba the cycle before that. Jared Allen, you know, he's he's very good at recruiting, and uh, this guy's probably the best one he's going to get. I mean, Mo Bamba was a top ten player, but this kid is he's sensational. I think he's averaging like twenty six points a game in high school, and, which is pretty unreal. He's I mean, he's just a star. He's the number one player at his position of the power forward, and he's he's just a baller. He really is.
2: So that's that. That's always kind of hard for me to get excited about because in basketball. If they're really, really good, they're only there for two years. They're gone. Yeah, they're, maybe they're, a year. They're, they're going to the NBA. So it's like, I mean, you get excited for two years, maybe. You know, I don't know.
3: And that's the thing about college basketball that's a little, you know, it's hard to do. The, the good ones, like the Kentuckys, the Calipari's, you know, Coach K's well, stuff like that. They, Grant, they're the Grant, they're the ones Grant. who are able to do it. You know, they're yeah. the coach. It, it's a coaching thing. You know, so you'll get this really good player, but what can you do with them? How can you develop them? In those sure. few months that you have before that season actually starts. And that's where coaching comes into play. So hopefully yeah. Shaka is able to do it because the reason Texas will get Greg Brown is because of Shaka. His dad has come out and talked about it in multiple interviews that if Shaka Smart left Texas, then Greg Brown was not going to Texas. And Shaka was having a good run before they got derailed. So
2: I he mean, did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it really it's.
1: You know, this kid's probably a one-and-done. So, you know, and Shaka, he's in his last year if he doesn't prove it. So it kind of works out well for him. He gets a good, solid player. He's got a, a decent team as far as what's there. He gets to keep his seniors if they want to stay because of the the, the NCAA ruling. So Shaka has a lot of things going for him next year. So it is, it is for him. It is, you know, 2020, 2021 is, is his year. I mean, he has to do something. Yeah. No, you know, and that's another has. thing. You know, we weren't even talking about it, but you got to think, uh, you know, because of this shelter in place, no gatherings over 10, there are a lot of people that are going to be negatively affected by this. So we haven't even talked about it because you got to think, you know, like Zach Shackleford did not get asked to go to the um, combine, mm-hmm. but he's a quality enough player that could be picked up by somebody and they didn't get to do a senior day.
3: Yep. that's you know, so. That how?
1: Yeah. I mean, guys, there's guys like that at every school. You know, there's always, you know, two to four kids at every school that could have a shot with their senior day and some good, you know, in a team that just needs something. Or at least they get picked up as a free agent afterwards because they saw them and they liked them. They just didn't have, a, have the ability to draft them. That's gone. So there's going to be hundreds of seniors that just don't get to play any sort of spring or, you know, football because of the
2: coronavirus.
1: Yep. Well, do you, it do you think it's going to
2: derail? Does it derail college football this year, or is it going to be an interesting year without a lot of practice? I mean, it's possible. Uh,
1: you know, first, it's it's very possible that it's an interesting year because the quality of football may go down. So now you may get a team that um has a better quick install coaching system. That d- does really well because these other teams that have their systems and they're still regimented because, you know, Nick Saban, you know, he's a year-round you know, kind of guy, and, and this has got to be killing him. We already heard Mike Gundy throw a huge fit uh, a few weeks ago about he wanted his kids back. He said, yep. these are young, healthy kids. We need to get them back. We need to get them together, and, you know, he's because he's freaking out about not being able to coach them. And, um, you know, so it's going to be an interesting year no matter what. And so I am of the positive mental attitude every single day that we are going to have college football until they tell us we aren't. <laughs> and because yeah, – and then right. I will cry that day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so, under the uh, hope for the best and expect the worst mentality right I'm, now with
2: that. I'm sure there's some underground coaching going on right now. There's the Oh, essence. yeah,
3: there absolutely is. There's <laughs> underground coaching, recruiting, all that stuff going on right now.
2: Yeah. Uh,
3: it's about you know, right now it's about who can do it the, the most sneaky.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. They had to send all of these kids home. There's a lot of kids that came from homes that they just don't have the ability to lift weights. You know, yep. they don't have the ability for them to get quality food. You know, and then their hey, parents are already now they're not even working.
2: They need to watch Rocky. So, he didn't have any of that. He didn't have Rocky. Right. You know, he didn't need weights. he, he did it on his own. And he You're was so true. poor, he
1: didn't even cook the eggs. He just
3: he
2: just drank true. the eggs. He was so poor. <laughs> just swallowed them whole. No excuses. Get out there and you work know, out.
3: Another thing that's uh, getting ready to go on right now, it's going to be a little different than normal, is the, uh, the NFL draft. They've decided oh, to do yes. a full – they're doing a full-blown virtual draft. They're no, not having the big ceremony man. where they walk across the stage and all that, which is a big moment for a lot of these kids because that's what they strive to do. And that's their goal is to – walk across that stage when their name's called to go to their team and stuff, which still you're getting paid millions of dollars. It, it, you should be fine. But all the experts have their top two draft picks as the exact same. It's Joe Burrow going number one to the Cincinnati Bengals and Chase Young from Ohio state, the defensive end, uh, going to the Redskins. That's unanimous across the board. That's what it's going to be. That's what they're saying. It's going to be. And I agree. I think those are the two best players in college football right now. Uh, they had both had a heck of a year. Joe Burrow, obviously the quarterback at LSU, won a national championship, was the Heisman. He should be the unanimous unanimous number one pick. And Chase Young, he missed a decent chunk of the year and still was one of the best defensive yes, ends. Yes, they yes. they the top five de- defensive end statistically, and he missed like four games due to suspension. It, it was he was a nut. I mean, he was insane to watch. He was a man amongst boys.
1: Yeah, but, you know, as far as for Joe Burrow, doesn't he have small hands?
3: Yeah, the ball might slip. No, he can't have any popcorn before the games. <laughs> <I don't
1: know. laughs> yeah, that's – you know, the draft is always fun. It's fun. Usually by the time it gets here, we know who that first, second, and typically third guy is. But after that, it becomes this just amazing crapshoot that nobody knows what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, it's a – uh it's, it's, it's always interesting to watch the drafts and the, the combines and stuff like that. But we didn't get that this year.
1: It is a different year. There's lots of things, you know, we're just going to have to make do. And that's one of the things that's nice about our country is that, you know, we have proven throughout time the ability to make do. Hey, everyone, you've been listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. If you have any questions about anything you've heard today, please reach out to us at loansfromtroy.com or give me a call at 855-299-HOME and we'll see you next week.